Welcome to Getting Deep with Sandeep. I have one of my favorite people in this world <laughs> in this podcast with me. She's someone who is very business minded, has leadership skills. Uh, my friend here is known for her jewelry making skills, her spirituality, her her, her athletic skills. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have none other than rapper Liz. <laughs> Sandeep, that was great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Feels like I'm doing a series only for your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this yeah. is a Estrada show, <laughs> and this guy is doing something here. <laughs> the podcast stops after you interviewed everyone. <laughs> yeah my other idea is maybe have all four of you together and then do different permutations and combinations mm, yeah, yeah that would be that'd be chaotic but uh, very fun yeah i think i could make 40 episodes out of it <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole yeah that's yeah, a whole series yeah. two is to four yeah and then um, many other permutations all right so liz what's up uh I gave a short, short intro, but I would love for you to give an intro about who you are, where are you from, just give, you know, tiny details about, you know, a brief overview of of who you are. Okay, thank you. I need to look at you, I'm sorry, I'm looking straight. (laughs) No, no, whatever, it's a podcast, you know. Um, Yeah, I think it's better if I look at you. So, um, who I am, I'm a human on planet, or no, okay. I, I, it's weird. It's like when people ask me, like, what do you do? Who right. are you? It's kind of an Let's, odd thing to answer, but I, yeah. I'll answer. I'm an artist. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a painter. I'm a writer. I do spoken word poetry raps that focus on societal issues slash spirituality. And that's my kind of um, category I like to write about. Um, I also wire up jewelry um, and I love to practice mixed martial arts, which is jujitsu and Muay Thai combined. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm an artist. I love to express myself. I love to. I'm curious about the world. I'm curious about, you know, these these things around me. I'm curious about um, what it means to have a connection with another individual. Mm-hmm. You know, platonic, romantic, whatever it is, just a pure connection. I love bringing people together. Um, I love, it's weird to say I love spirituality, but like, I love spirituality. But spirituality is not only something you love, it's just mm-hmm. something you are. Like, you're a spirit on this planet, and it's just, like, to me, I think it's a remembrance. That's what it is to me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, besides all the, the crystals and the yoga and all these things, it's just, it comes down to a pure remembrance of who we are on this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this galactic realm. Have you always been this way? No, no. I um in high school, I think it was a junior, sixteen or seventeen. I was sixteen. I kind of they call it a spiritual awakening. I had a spiritual awakening. Um <laughs> and it wasn't anything crazy. I didn't like do acid and I wasn't like, Oh my god, I'm so on this planet, like whoa. I was just like I remember slowly feeling out of place. Feeling out of place with my peers and and my, my hobbies and all these little things. And, I, and I, I was so curious about what I was and what I'm supposed to do and my purpose and all these things. And I read this book called The Four Agreements. And that book, I recommend it to everyone. That book changed mm-hmm. my life. I think it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it just, it gave me this whole paradigm shift um, about who I am, who we are, and what values I 
I want to live by. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's dig a little deeper into it. So you said yes. something happened at the age of 16. You read that book. You were facing a certain situation. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you were dealing with and what made you, re you know, just walk everyone through? Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't anything too bad. I, I just felt, I felt very lost. I felt very out of place. Mm. I felt different. I This was the time I shaved my head in high school as well, oh, which <laughs> it was just pretty cool. But, um, you know, it was Better. something that was kind of taboo. So there's a lot of assumptions that came with it, right. whether it was about my sexuality or yeah. like if I'm having like a quote unquote Britney moment, things like that. Yeah. Um, and I was very against like the norm in society, which I still kind of am, but I just, I. Right. I, I do it differently now mm -hmm. in a more, I guess, logical way. Um, I I was feeling bored. I was feeling bored of the conversations I was having and the things I was doing, you know, just mm -hmm. homework and, and gossip. And, and I was smoking a lot of weed mm -hmm. and it just wasn't fulfilling me. And I was like, I know there's something else. I just don't know what it is. And then, mm -hmm. lo and behold, I'm like, oh! <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow, the portal of, of it, it, it made sense. It made sense. I was like, yes, this is it. You know, this is it. I, I remember having a very intense meditation and I remember uh, coming back from it and being like, this is why I exist. This is why I'm here to just to just be to just be. And I know that sounds very vague and cheesy, but is things you can't describe, right? I'm sure mm -hmm. you've had intense mm -hmm. meditations and mm -hmm. experiences that you can't really put into words. It's not very logical. Mm -hmm. It's not left brain, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. so 16, 17, you were feeling a certain way. You decided, who recommended you this book? Uh, I was dating this guy. Mm -hmm. um, his name is Osaze. Mm -hmm. I, was <laughs> mm -hmm. I was dating this guy and he was also pretty spiritual mm -hmm. and so it kind of worked out and he recommended me nice. this book and because i remember him talking about it and i was like oh i've heard of that and like um oh, that sounds interesting so i remember reading it and yeah yeah mm -hmm. so you know even though it didn't work out with him um i'm very grateful for him because mm -hmm. i think he did help me i don't think he's aware of it but i i think he was a guide in my spiritual path when I was in high school mm -hmm. so so you read that book and then you started and then there was this specific moment where you had this amazing meditation and you felt yes. a certain way yes do you want to talk a little bit about that like where was the meditation it was literally in my bedroom and I remember mm -hmm. just being like okay I'm gonna try it out I want to and you had never meditated till then Okay. Never. That's what's crazy. Never. I mean, maybe one or two times right. before. I didn't know much about it. And you were reading the book at the same time? I was reading okay. the book at the same time. I might have been finished with the book. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. And it's funny. I don't, I've had a couple of deep meditations since, but that was one of the deepest ones I've ever had. The mm -hmm. first one, or the second one was one of the deepest meditations I've ever had, which is <laughs> very funny because you think the more you do it, it's like, oh, you can right. deeper it is, but not for me. Um, <laughs> right. So I remember just closing my eyes and going into this state and just breathing and I don't know how much time passes maybe <laughs> 20 30 40 minutes and I remember opening my eyes and being like where did I just go mm -hmm. and what was that and I want more of that whatever I just felt felt 
that's it, it wasn't something that can be bought right right it's not something that you can it, it, it goes past uh, sensory gratification mm-hmm. it goes past sensory gratification it's beyond that mm-hmm. and that's why I was like oh my god this is incredible Mm-hmm. And, is, and, why don't people do this like this is going to solve world you know mm-hmm. everything yeah, you're right and then how did how has your meditation practice changed over time have you read more have you mm. connected with more people how has mm. Liz and her relationship with meditation spirituality developed after since then it's a great question I love it. you know it's I've had it's been a bumpy road I feel like I feel like being spiritual is a very mm-hmm. glamorized thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I also don't want to make it as dramatic because it's, right. it's not that dramatic, but it, it's a paradigm shift. And with that comes a lot of uh, fear and doubt. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, I, there was a time I had a lot of doubt mm-hmm. on my spiritual meditative path, thinking I was crazy and this is not what mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do, but I overcame that. Um, it's been bumpy. I mean, I've been wanting to have a daily practice for a while, mm-hmm. and I usually will for a couple months, and then something will happen, and I'll get out of it. Mm-hmm. So my practices lately haven't been daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and my meditations, they range from 15 to 20 minutes. I don't mm-hmm. do super long meditations. I usually do 15 minutes. Um, as of late, I don't think my meditations have been as impactful as they could be. Mm-hmm. I think I could... I think I could change some some sort of practices to make it more deeper and intentional. I think mm-hmm. right now I'm just doing it because I know it's good for me and I know it'll help me in the moment, but I'm not taking it to the next level that it could be taken to. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's meditation. It Does meditation also sprinkle into your art? Tell us about, tell me and everyone who's listening about what does art mean to you? What's what inspires you, and mm. and uh, what are the different kinds of art forms that you wow. try That's your great, hands at? Great question. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> great. I love the snap, snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And what is art? Art is everything. I mean, if I mean, art to me is just pure expression. Mm-hmm. Um, my view, my opinion is that you know or creator, whatever you want to call it, source, universe, God, Krishna, Allah, Shiva, Buddha, Jesus, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, Jesus. Mm-hmm. It, they were, they are an artist. They created us. And I believe that we are fractals of divinity. We are fractals of the divine. And therefore, our job is to also create, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think everything is creation. I think everything is art. I mean, yes, there's certain things that are more art than others, like a painting and, mm-hmm. and a piece of poetry, right? Um, <laughs> but making a sandwich could be art. Right. It's your expression. It's right. your unique perspective put on to this um, external right. thing. Right. Does that make sense? Right. I'm glad you say that because sometimes I'm like, am I artistic? Because I do calisthenics. Is that art? And then I'm like... Art with your body? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm like, yeah, I guess it is. Is it creative? What what does really creative mean? But yeah. And I feel like a lot of us are artists and creative. It just comes down to everyone is an artist. Everyone is creative. It comes down to tapping into it. I do believe that school um, has kind of uh, undervalued 
uh, creativity mm -hmm. and expression. Mm -hmm. You know, very um, inside the box, very mm -hmm. full, full of boundaries and, and restrictions. And mm -hmm. that is one of the biggest killers to creativity. Mm -hmm. Because when you're a kid and you make art, what you say to that child is very important mm -hmm. because these are things they're going to remember as they age. Do you have any specific moment you're thinking about? Well, I just remember being younger and just kind of being in art class and being told that I was doing it wrong. <laughs> and I was, just, I was just like, how mm -hmm. do you, how do you do this wrong? Mm -hmm. How is art wrong? Like granted, yes, you're doing the technique wrong. You could shade a little better. You can use a better color palette combo. But I just remember it bothering me so much and kind of changing my view towards art. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm not an artist. I'm yeah. not good. Yeah, I never tried uh, drawing cause I felt like I wasn't, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe there's a way to, way to motivate. Did you feel like you weren't good? Or you yeah, weren't I felt like I wasn't born with it. Like, I don't mm. know how to do it. I, yeah, I don't know if I felt like it or if I think about it deep enough. If mm. that's how I was made to feel. I don't know, mm. maybe, you know? Yeah. Granted, I mean, some people mm. might feel that they are gifted with it. Mm -hmm. And there are some people that have amazing technical art skills. And you do think, were you just born with this? Right. Like, is this just in your karmic blueprint? Right. And maybe it is. Right. But that does not mean that others can't develop right. their art skill. And that, it doesn't. Right. That doesn't mean that others shouldn't practice it. even or if it is. try it. And if, even if it is extremely plain, it yes. just feels good. It feels so good. Right. It's funny. So I work with kids. And at the end of the class, we were, we were painting with all the kids. Right. And then the father comes in to pick up his kid. But he sees we're painting. And instead of picking up his kids, he was just like, one second. And he sits mm. down and he starts painting. And he beautiful. just goes into this yeah. trance state. And I was I was looking at him and I was like, this is beautiful. He probably never does this. Right. I asked him, he never does this. Right. But he felt so good. He right. enjoyed it. Right. And I was like, think about how so many people age and get older and they and they forget about what it means to be an artist or what right. it means to create right. and then tap into that like inner child right. free flow and expression i think a very good way to trick to be happy mm. is to think what a child would, would live like and try to mm. live like a child every day because it's fun yes. i was the other day i was um, you know, parking my car and through a window, I could see a car, a, a child kicking his leg. I'm like, huh, would would elder people in the house do the same? Mm. Maybe if they did, they'd be more fun. Wow. So, yeah. Very powerful. So I guess look at children and keep doing what children do. Exactly. You know, painting, reading, be more disciplined. Because kids are more disciplined. You know, we, te we mm. can tell kids sleep at nine, get up at three. But as we grow old, we do our own things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So maybe we should start living like a child Children. as we grow old so that Man, we stay yeah. young. That's very important. I mean, you know, kids don't really grasp the idea of like social rules and concepts and they're less dom domesticated than adults are, right? right? So they're more prone to just like not giving a fuck. Right. <laughs> like if you've ever talked to, some kids are very blunt. Right. Some kids are very blunt and it's like, whoa, but it's like, wow, this is refreshing to talk to a child and then not think about, you know, like, is this, I don't know, what, what are the rules right. on what I have right. to do and act like and say act and be way. and wear and this, this, right. they're just children. Right. They don't care. They just want to play. Yeah. 
we all just want to play. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling uh, about about you working with children. You want to mm-hmm. you want to touch a little bit about that. Um, where do you work? I know you mentioned um, you know what is that place? Uh, uh, outside the box, flow. Ah, flow, flow, flow. flow. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I've been. I started at the uh, kind of like a quarter, middle of COVID. Uh-huh. Um, I'd say like the middle of COVID. I found this like cool job online and I was it was like meditation teacher right. with children and I was like this is incredible right? Right, right and so I go to the place and the place is like this beautiful sanctuary you go in and it's like painted walls and murals and mm-hmm. and just like black light rooms and <laughs> nice. just it's just like a playground for kids it's amazing right. and I talked to the boss my boss is Octavia amazing mm-hmm. amazing woman mm-hmm. very grateful for her mm-hmm. um and yeah so I I started teaching children yoga and meditation and it's mm-hmm. been a journey and it's been very fun um i've learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. a lot of things come up when you work with kids mm-hmm. um about kind of like how you were as a kid right. and what you see in these children and like how you react to children misbehaving right and you know and i it's funny because I wasn't the best student in high school. I mean, I wasn't horrible, but you know, I I would be disruptive right. sometimes, and I would you know be kind of annoyed by the teacher, right. and, and and always like, you know, um, just be like, "F the system, the institutional <laughs> public schools." I hate it, you know, which I still don't love it. But, mm-hmm. um, and then becoming a teacher, right? And then teaching these kids, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is incredibly difficult." Mm-hmm. This is incredibly difficult. Like, and you, how you reprimand the children, you mm-hmm. know? Because they're kids. I don't like to yell. I never right. yell at the children. So I try to be like, it's a sign cool of weakness. Calm. Yes, yes. If you're yelling, then that means you lost patience. You lost patience. You're not able to deal with it. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's easy to yell and hit. Exactly. Yeah. It's harder to just sit down and try to have a responsible <laughs> conversation between you and the child. Right. Exactly. Um, so there's a couple kids that are just like always kind of like not really doing what i say right and i see myself in them and that's the weird part because it's like i'm telling them to listen but a part of me is like oh my god i see myself in you when i was a child and like me kind of telling you to sit down and like control your body and behave it's weird (laughs) it's so weird and it feels like god's playing tricks on me and i'm just like this is crazy um so that that was a whole crazy experience, which I'm very grateful for. A little bit on on art in gen uh, in general, in terms of poetry, and then mm-hmm. we'll talk about uh, painting. So okay, so yeah. poetry. Yeah, okay. let's talk poetry. How 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 long have have you been writing mm-hmm. uh, poem? Is how do you pronounce poem? Poem. 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 How, yeah. yeah how, poem. Poem. How, yeah. How long have you been writing poem? It poems? sounds like poem. Poem. <laughs> <laughs> um. And, um yeah what inspired you and yeah wow that's a great question um so i've been i never thought of myself as a writer my sister Mm -hmm. is a writer she's an english major incredible writer my mom's a writer Mm -hmm. my brother is a songwriter i always saw them as the writers i never saw myself as a writer so i started doing it during covid when i started doing a lot during covid um So I started writing during COVID and what inspired me is I started listening to these spiritual rappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to like Pleiades and Renegade and Deroke the Menace and just Lava God, A Free Soul. Like these amazing spiritual rappers and I was so inspired by them. 
and I was mm -hmm. like, and I feel like I have a lot to say. And so I, I just started writing right. and um, it's been a journey. Um, I've had a lot of doubt, a lot of imposter syndrome with it. Cause right. I'm like, I'm not a writer. I right. don't do this, you know? Um, but it also feels so good because writing, I can express myself in ways that jewelry and, and painting and MMA doesn't allow me to express. Mm -hmm. So each medium of art and art movement, mm -hmm. MMA, mm -hmm. uh, gives me, fills me up with a different certain, different emotion, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? They allow me different things. Right. And so poetry I've been doing for about a year now and I've, I'm, I'm working to find my style um, even though I don't want to put myself in a box, but I've been working to find my style and, and asking myself, am I a rapper? Am I a spoken word artist? Am I just a poet? Am I all of these things, you know? Mm -hmm. um, do you have a favorite poem that you've written? That I've written? Do you want to, uh, oh, do you want to read a couple <laughs> lines of those now? Right now? Yeah. I don't have my, oh, my phone's there, unfortunately. Oh, but, um, or maybe, off, off the maybe top later. of your head? Yeah. Oh, off the top. I don't really memorize my mm -hmm. my stuff. I should memorize okay, no, the yeah. pressure. Maybe yeah. maybe later. I'll I'll like end the live. Yeah 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 it. yeah. We'll end the live. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll end the podcast with uh, with with your poetry. Okay. With a poem. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Nice, right? Um. And it's scary being vulnerable. Like with the painting, you you don't you can hide. You can hide so much. You can just right. be like here's the painting. Like enjoy it. <laughs> right. Like with jewelry, it's like here's the crystal. Like enjoy it. You know. Right. But with writing, it's that shit's interactive. You're like. You're like looking at the camera or looking at these people and you're reading it and you're like emotion. They can hear you. They can hear the emotion, the vibration. They can hear all of it. They can feel it. And it's right. like, it's a, it's a very interesting art form. Yeah. You can't hide behind, you can't hide behind it. It's just you. It's just you yeah. speaking how you feel. Yeah. 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 You know? I, yeah. I get a, I get a very, I get goosebumps when I listen to your poetry. Really? Yeah. Thank I go you. back to. Wow. I go back to your Instagram. There are a couple of reels. Yeah. This one that you had written. <laughs> and you have a very stylish way of saying it. Thank you. Because it, uh, it, uh, your poetry is also a reflective mm. of, of uh, it's a reflection of your personality. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I can't look at those. I post my poetry <laughs> and I don't look at them at all. Because I'm like, this is right. cringe. What am I doing? Right. So I post it and say goodbye. Right. <laughs> goodbye. Right, right, right. But um, maybe one day I'll be able to yeah, look at it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. talk about painting. Painting. Yeah, I know. I remember you you mentioning um, a couple of months ago that you wish you had painted more. So mm. what, let's talk about your relationship with painting. You have a very good memory. You're a very good listener, <laughs> Sandeep. No, seriously, you're very. Now I listen very to uh, people who I find who I find interesting. Mm, everybody else, really good back. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that. I'm a selective good listener. <laughs> if you have like something interesting yeah. to say. <laughs> oh my gosh, art. Painting, painting. Painting is my first love. But it's like, it's not toxic. I'm not. I'm, but if I were to compare it to like a romantic relationship, mm. it's like this like break up, get back together, break up, get back together. <laughs> like this like real, re uh, weird, like tumultuous mm -hmm. relationship. Right. But um, yeah, that's I, these are bad examples because these are a lot of unfinished. Like that's not a painting. That's yeah. just, I covered it to use that for something but um man painting i love it i'm very grateful when did for you it. first paint who, who taught you painting so i just would paint in elementary school mm -hmm. in fourth and fifth grade and sixth grade i went to a couple painting classes um 
I want to say in elementary school or middle school, I went to like a painting camp, but I remember like never being good at the technique. Like that's one thing about painting that I can admit, my technique, I don't have much of it. So I rely on a lot of abstraction and um, weird facial structures and kind of like, you know, I, I really like working with the eye imagery, the eye, right? Or the third eye. Um, something about that is very meaningful to me. Um, and, and faces and people, I've never been a fan of landscapes. I don't really work with that. Hmm. Um, I don't nice. know, just because I, I think it's because I value human connection so much and just talking to people. And I think people are so interesting. <laughs> um, I mean, we're on a planet full of people, you know, it's like these mm -hmm. are our brothers and sisters, whether we like it or mm -hmm. not, you know, so it's just like, get used to it, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I like to paint them and represent them in a very abstract way um, and kind of paint mythical creatures as well that look like people, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so I've been doing that for a while, very on and off, very on and off, but it's always going to be a part of my life and I'm grateful for it. And painting, it makes me feel safe too. I feel safe when I paint. Mm -hmm. I feel like a little child. It reminds me when I would be in my room when I was a kid in elementary school and I just kind of like, I just mm. paint. I just spent hours in my room painting. Which school did you go to? Uh, elementary school, I went to Calabash. It's like down the mm -hmm, street. Mm -hmm. Middle school, I went to Hale Middle School. And then high school, I went to El Camino, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then college, I'm going to Moore Park College right now. Community nice. College. Yeah. That's my education path. <laughs> <laughs> Middle, oh, and preschool. Boulevard. Boulevard Preschool. Shout out to Boulevard. Mm. Yeah. And born and raised in LA completely. Yeah, Woodland Hills. Woodland Hills. Woodland Hills, yeah. Nice, lovely. So we talked about painting, art. Let's talk a little bit about your business. <laughs> My business. business. So how did you start your business? When did you start your business? Give everyone a picture of what your business is and mm. if they want to buy stuff. And yeah, what yes. what is it about stones and wiring? So I sell crystal meth on the black market. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Man, okay, my business, my business, wow. Business is interesting. Okay, so when you when you make art and you bring money into it, that's a whole, that's Ooh. a whole other, I mean, when you bring money into anything, right? It's a whole other ball game. It's like, whoa, like, where are my weaknesses? Where do I manipulate? Where right. do I um, seek, uh, like, the, the dollar bill? Right. Where do I feel the need for something? Does that make sense? Like, right. a lot of reflections yeah, come yeah. out. Um, Okay, so basically, I remember my sister was wire, made a necklace for my dad a couple of year, uh, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago two or something. So two years ago. This, she, this was two years ago. Two years ago, but she doesn't wire wrap jewelry. She was just doing it for fun. She so just till two years ago, you never made jewelry. Yes, exactly. Mm. And she made this, or maybe three years ago, I don't know. And she made this necklace for my dad, and I was like, "That's so cool! I want to mm. try that." And I, I tried it. My sister has inspired me to do a lot of things. Nice. My um, Amma has, is a big inspiration. My, my whole family is, but mm. Amma inspired me to do rider wrapping. I don't mm. even think she knows that. <laughs> I should tell her. I'd <laughs> be like, oh, you're the reason I have a business, so say no. Why does she know so many things? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I remember wire wrapping and trying it out and I loved it. And it was incredibly difficult. It was very complex and I broke a lot of wire and poked myself a lot and I still break a lot of wire. But I remember just falling, I just I loved it. I didn't know much about crystals at the time. I was like, oh, these are some cool rocks. 
that have energy right. <laughs> i guess right i don't know right. and so i was just like why rap and i was like oh i'm getting kind of better at this like i can sell this i can make money off of this mm -hmm. you know and, and sell my art and my creations right while also um you know just helping helping right. and so i was at trader joe's Mm -hmm. um during the pandemic mm -hmm. and i was like fuck this mm -hmm. <laughs> so but shout out to trader joe's they've mm -hmm. been they have great job very grateful for trader joe's <laughs> just want to make that clear i'm not like fuck trader you know i'm very very grateful <laughs> so, <laughs> i just want to make it clear um but i was just like i don't want to do this anymore i'm not happy right. uh, i want to find a new way to make money and mm -hmm. so i decided to create a website and just go all out on my jewelry and so ever since i've been wrapping it it's it's been a process i've had like kind of a lot of imposter syndrome right. um you know and also like a weird relationship with crystals because i do believe in the power of crystals i do believe crystals have the power to heal mm -hmm. but my thing is is that i also believe in sovereignty and healing yourself from within and not relying on so many external right. things to heal you whether that's you know i'm not against medication right. or the industry but whether that's pharmaceuticals or you know all these all these things to right. just kind of asking yourself what you need right. you, we know what we need right. we're just fucking lazy we're humans we don't want to do it <laughs> right. you know we want convenience right. so that's another thing it's like yeah you know maybe amethyst does help with your you know anxiety and this and that but also like why do you have anxiety like amethyst is not going to take away your anxiety <laughs> but it's a beautiful crystal right. you know i mean that's my view that's right. my view right. Um, right so i've had a lot of interesting realizations with that i also you know, a, a, for a long time, I was kind of like, is this ethical? Is it ethically sourced? Like, where are these? Because I asked the I asked the crystal people who, who right. I buy the crystals from, I asked them if they're ethically sourced, and they do say they are. Right. But I also am really adamant on that because I don't, you know, want to sell a crystal that a child mined, right. you know, for right. in Peru or Brazil. It's like, what am I, what is that? Right. You know, I, I, so I'm trying to be ethical about it too. Mm -hmm. So that's been a whole other journey. But businesses really, having a business really makes you rethink a lot of your views mm -hmm. about money and mm -hmm. and success mm -hmm. and failure mm -hmm. and like and, and like i said com your communication style and in which ways you try to get things out of people or you just want them to see something does that make sense <laughs> yeah so how, how have you grown specifically in the past three three years because of this venture well i started making a business it's been a business for like a year and a half right but if, how have I grown? Yeah, in terms of your personality, do you think you've become more confident? Oh my do you gosh, think, uh, yes. Do you think you've learned a lot? Do you think you have a better idea of what you want to do with your life because it has taught you a way I, to yeah. make money? I realize I want to be my own boss. Nice. Mm -hmm. I love entrepreneurship so much. I love the freedom of, of choosing my own schedule and being able to vend at different markets and farmers markets and and Venice and and even oh my gosh Venice Venice has been such a learning experience for me like this summer I just would vend at Venice like two to three <laughs> days three days a week and the people I would meet and the conversations I've had have just Inc it's incredible have you always been going to Venice no or? well yes I used to go to Venice just to skate and have fun since when man for a few years now yeah. you know since high school i would yeah. just always go out and i'd skate and i'd like find things to do and i just like you know what i mean just right, like right. You know, nice. a kid yeah. in venice yeah. and and then and then selling on the boardwalk out there it's it's insane and, and and just like it's 
the thing I love about my business and uh-huh. having a small business is it affords me human connection. Right. I can talk to right. so many people and develop so many connections with people who live in other parts of the world that are coming down for the weekend or other artists who are in the same boat trying to become successful off their craft and right. these things. And where, you know, a nine to five can't give me. Right. But I'm also figuring that out because, you know, a nine to five is stable. Right. Having a paycheck from Trader right. Joe's and these places, it's stable, which I want stability. Right. But stability also doesn't always make me truly happy right. if it's costing my happiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah. But, um, man, I've grown so much. I've become more social and more confident huh. and more understanding into the human condition. And, like, I know it sounds very cheesy. I'm not, like, some national geographic <laughs> journalist, but, like, you know. And, yeah, it made me realize, like, I love entrepreneurship. I love mm. it so much. Mm. I love it. I love creating my own schedule. I love it all. And it's so much more meaningful to me. You know, are, are I'm, you not, I'm not building somebody else's business. I'm building my own. Are you disciplined enough to be a, uh, an entrepreneur? Have you, have you, work. Have you fig- what do you think based on the experience that you have? I think I could become a little more disciplined. <laughs> I think there's certain areas in my life where I could have a little more discipline. Right. And that's something I've been working on actually is the concept of like willpower and self-mastery because I have my vices and like right. they're not like extreme like heroin and meth, you know, <laughs> but it's like there are things that, that can get in the way of, of right. my dreams and my goals and right. my passions and I need to be conscious of that. So I do need to become a little more disciplined, but I, I, I know I have yeah. it in me. And I can see that you have this drive. Mm. And I was talking to Odi the other day, and we we were talking. Yeah, Liz has a drive. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Nobody really forces her to do stuff, and she shows yeah. up and she do, does her thing. And yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You do too. You do too. <laughs> I'm trying. You're trying. I mean, look at the you. Best. The podcast, calisthenics. <laughs> you know. Hell yeah. The yoga. Uh huh. <laughs> a lot of it too is just habits what right. are your habits what do you do when you wake up in the morning when you go to bed at night right. you know and and so one of my, something lately for me has been like what do i do when i'm bored what do i like to distract myself with mm-hmm. what do i love to distract myself with you know um i my phone social media mindlessly swiping you know watching other people's lives when i have my own these are little things that don't do anything for me but they're just kind of like in the back of my mind is like oh just go to it just go to it just do it you know know. you're you're bored you're distracted you know don't don't do yoga don't meditate right now (laughs) you know no don't do that go on your phone go come on come on i'm like fuck (laughs) no but i mean it's yeah And, and really we are just made up a bunch of small habits right that's what it is. Right, right, the, the, right. For you, right? The, the daily practice of yoga and calisthenics. Yeah. I see that on you, on you and I'm like, that's incredible. Right. Because it's changed your life. Yeah. Just a practice of maybe 30 minutes to an hour every day. Right. Or 10 minutes. Right. Has changed your life. Consistency is key in life. It really is. In anything. And people ask me or you or anyone and they're like, how'd right. you get so good at that? Like, I'm just like, I, I kept practicing. Right. 
doing it a little bit every day even if it's 15 mm. minutes 20 minutes so you were talking about crypto investing mm. you know a little bit everything little every, bit day, every day reading yes, every day yes reading I, and it's it's hard like that's one of yeah discipline I, discipline and it's i feel like my mind i don't i don't want to say i have adhd or add i don't want to no, give labels I, I hear you. but i think when people talk to me they're like yeah that girl yeah. that girl's got a little adhd yeah. <laughs> like someone's yeah, yeah so i feel like especially having adhd and add with these things i'm like all over the place i'm like this and that and right. this and that and i'm like i need to Right. No, I hear you. I you know? I I face the same problem in patients. It, you know, it's hard. Hard to just sit, which is it's why I need my calisthenics and yoga to do all that. Which is why I need to walk on my hands. Yes. <laughs> so I can sit peacefully for forty-five oh minutes and then I can God. walk again and then sit again. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now with the excess stimuli, right? Right. And just everything and and the constant distraction, the constant pings from the phone. It's just you just need to. Relax. Yeah, and yeah. it's really hard to just sit and focus, but I'm working on it. So. Right, right. You mentioned that you'd become social, so I, mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've seen a lot of your friends have that you've been throwing a lot of events. What's up with that? And wh- where do you see these events Ooh, going? Events. It's funny you say that because <laughs> I have another one in the works <laughs> with my friend Sophie, who I love very much. But that's that'll that's in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I um, during the pandemic, um, a lot of things like I said during the pandemic. <laughs> a lot of the stories start from during the pandemic. Did you have? A, did you even have a life before the pandemic? <laughs> no, right. What did I do before? What did the pandemic do to me? I should write a book of like me before the pandemic and after. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, It, it's weird. Even during the pandemic, my life changed as well. Right. I think a lot of people's lives changed. I mean, some you know mm-hmm. people passed, which is very sad. Right. Um, But so. their lives changed. Apologies for I wasn't trying to be rude. Yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, Let's be funny don't, in our podcast. Yeah. No, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, their lives did change. Their lives did change. <laughs> <laughs> they moved into another galactic. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're gonna so we so, were saying yes. during the pandemic. During the pandemic, um, I started this gathering because I noticed everybody. There was basically no social interaction. Everything was very like inward, which is great. I think that's very important. But I was like, I feel like we're losing the grip of community. Like, where is our community? And before that, I didn't have much of community. I would always have different friend groups and different things I did, you know. But like, I was like, I really think right now we need an uplifting community, not something that's rooted in. And in, in detrimental concepts and habits and intoxication and all these things, because you, you can easily find and you know community where you just fucking party all the time, right. drunk and high. Right. You know what I mean? But that's not what we a really meaningful need right community. Now. A meaningful, full of substance and authenticity. So I was like, right. okay, what do I love? I love creative expression, and I love spirituality. Right. So how can I blend the two? And I was like, oh, the sacred art gathering. <laughs> dun dun dun. Dun dun. dun Who came dun, up with the dun. name? I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. And I just remember like posting on Instagram like it would be interesting. And like a few people were like, yeah, I'm sure. Some people were like this is a fucking pandemic, dude. Like right. um which I get. Yes. So I started these these events and mm-hmm. it it's been incredible. I've met so many people throughout it and it's just been very fun and I've I, I didn't realize like how many people like what people get out of these things. You know, I just like it's not just like you hang out for a couple hours with friends. It's like you remind yourself 
what happiness is for right. a couple of hours with like-minded individuals right. who are here to support you. It's nothing but love at my gatherings. Right. There's no competition. There's no drama. Or I try for there to be. So <laughs> if other people want to bring that, that's on them. If you bring your own energy, I don't know. Right. But like, it's it's really full of love and support and just like all different walks of life coming together to make art whether right. you're an artist or not you don't have to be an artist we're all artists but you know what i mean and whether you meditate or not right. there's people that have come here and they've lost their meditation virginity with me you know Ooh. that sounds really weird <laughs> i don't know i didn't do that but you know like they've they've meditated for the first time and they're like oh my god you know? <laughs> so and there's also been a lot of failed meditations where everybody just starts talking and laughing but that's right. funny <laughs> you know yeah. so it's been incredible and I'm, I'm, I'm happy I've held this space and continue to do so. Um, and if, if whoever is listening to this, if you guys are interested, this is open for everyone. Like I said, you don't even have to make art when you're there, but open for everyone, whether you're an artist or meditator or not. And I'll, I'll give my Instagram yeah. handle later, but they, yeah, you guys yeah, can find me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can find Liz at Rapper Liz. Yes. But uh, yeah, we but will. W-R-A-P-P-E-R-L-I-Z. Yeah, W, like rapping yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Let's talk about um, your jiu-jitsu and, 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 and martial arts. Uh, why do you we do just that? go into each thing? Yeah. It's, like you're, it's like the puzzle's like boop, 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 I know, boop, I know, I know. Elizabeth. <laughs> That's Elizabeth for you. Yeah. So let's talk about that. What, uh, why do you do that? It's and like, oh, and uh, how, how many different martial arts forms do you know? And Well, first of all, there's so many different martial arts forms. Right. I don't know most of them. I, I just know jujitsu. <laughs> you don't and know nothing. I do jujitsu. I did karate when I was a kid. But oh, nice. Do, oh, man. That's, everything's just a journey. That's been a journey. Jujitsu and Muay Thai mm -hmm. is a love of my life. It will always <laughs> be a love of my life. And mm -hmm. I've had a journey with that, too. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had a lot of reflections with that. Mm -hmm. Um... Jiu-Jitsu brings about a lot of masculine energy for me. Art, more feminine energy. Pole dancing, feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, it's a martial art. It's a combat sport, right? So I feel more like, you know, like we're, we're going, you know? And so it's interesting to see how I've developed through that sport or through that activity, through that art. Mm -hmm. um, I started when I was 14 or 15. I'm now 19 years old, turning mm -hmm. 20 this month. Mm -hmm. um, and I started at this place called Gooch Training Academy mm -hmm. um, in Canoga Park. Great place, by the way, if you guys want to do Jiu-Jitsu Muay Thai. Lots of women, cool space. <laughs> Join, especially if you're a woman, come through. Mm -hmm. uh, we need more women and it's amazing, so mm -hmm. come through. But um, And if you're a guy, lots of women. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's it. No other marketing needed. Yeah, if you're a guy, good luck. No, just yeah, for a guy, there's a woman. No. Yeah. Um, so I, I remember I, I got into that because I was in high school and I was I was smoking a lot of weed. Mm -hmm. And I remember with my, one of my friends, or old friend, but she's cool. And my dad found out because <laughs> her dad found out and right. told my dad my mom right. and they were like your daughter's smoking weed with my daughter and i was just in high school like okay right, right? but i wasn't doing much right. i was like painting here and there i wasn't really doing much with my life there wasn't a purpose you know i was like ninth grade and my parents were like okay you need to do something like mm -hmm. what about mma and i was like MMA, like, I, don't, I haven't done that in a while. Like, I guess I'll try it out, right? So I go, and, like, I just remember being like, holy shit. Right. 
this is cool because yeah. it reminded me of karate when i was in karate i loved grappling mm -hmm. i loved it and then i just stopped doing karate but i remember being like this is incredible like what's going on so i started doing i so i signed up and i started doing it and it it's been a journey ever since you know i've had a lot of on and offs with it i started Mm -hmm. a couple a year maybe two years later I stopped for a year and then I started again and then I stopped for another two years and now I'm back so there's been a lot of on and offs with it and I usually I usually in the past when I quit it was because I was having either personal issues um, or like yeah personal emotional mental issues and I was just like copping out and it's just like I don't want to deal with this right now mm -hmm. Because the thing about MMA, it's like you think you just go in and you, you, you do a sport for a couple hours a day. It's just all physical. But for me, it's very emotional and mental and spiritual. And I remember like how I just remember feeling tons of pressure and, and, and I would question my skills and my technique and I'd bag on myself. And, and there was just a lot of like self not hatred, but like there's just a lot of, you know, self-deprecation when it came to MMA and the competition and all these things. And I was just like, oh, I just don't want to deal with it. So I'm just going to put it away and just be a fucking right. child and right. deal with that, you know? Right. And, but every time I left MMA, it would always be on my mind. It just would all, I would always think about it. And I always knew I was going to come back to it. Mm. I always knew. And now I'm back at um, the GTA, Gucci Trading Academy. And... I'm very grateful I'm back. Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful mm -hmm. I'm back. Um, and it's just been a beautiful experience. And it changed my life. I also lost a lot of weight with mm -hmm. MMA. I was kind of chubby in middle school, which isn't bad. But I just remember being chubby. And like I remember joining MMA. And I also went vegan, so that helped. Mm -hmm. And so I lost a lot of weight. And that was interesting. Like My whole physical body changed. Um, yeah, but I'm just... I love MMA. Mm -hmm. I love it mm -hmm. so much, mm -hmm. and it brings out this like masculine energy within me. And I think that every but every human, whether you're a guy, girl, right. whatever you identify as, you need to have a balance of masculine right. and feminine energy. There's a balance, you right. know. So I'm sure some things bring out the feminine energy in, in you. Yeah, right? my dancing, singing, yes, you know, all that is my yeah. feminine energy. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm I've, I'm very grateful for MMA. It's it's mm -hmm. one of another mm -hmm. love of my mm -hmm. life, and mm -hmm. just and I just want to say this. I don't know who's listening, but if you are listening and you've always wanted to try something and you're kind of scared and you're kind of fearful, just do it. Just rip off the bandaid and do it. Mm -hmm. What's the worst that that can happen? You don't like it, and I, I'm not even saying this in terms of mixed martial arts, but just anything. Right. You want to try ceramics? Do it. You want to try pole dancing? Do just yeah. try it. Take one class. Talk about pole dancing. Oh god, pole dancing. <laughs> Okay, so I started pole dancing this summer, mm -hmm. um, and I just go like a, one or two times a week. Mm -hmm. And I took a break for like a few weeks because I was busy. But um, man, pole dancing that too, <laughs> oh, God, that's brought out a lot in me. That's see, that's that's interesting because that's a fe that's a very right. feminine thing. You're right. tapping into this like sexy version of yourself, right. and like for me sexuality and my body and all these things mm -hmm. and and just what it means to be a woman right. have been so fucking clouded for me the past right. ever since i was a kid mm -hmm. you know like i i identify as a woman mm -hmm. i i love my body mm -hmm. you know i i feel but but what it means to be feminine mm -hmm. you know i was i never really wore makeup i shaved my head in high school i was, always, I was androgynous for a bit mm -hmm. you know and so 
I never, I, 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 I never felt comfortable always in like a dress mm -hmm. or, you know, or like heels. I don't like to wear heels because I never right. felt comfortable. Right. And so I'm like, what does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to tap into the divine feminine? Because I don't feel like I'm tapping mm -hmm. into it. I feel like I just have all this masculine energy and it's right. like, you know, and I realized a lot of it was shame. Mm -hmm. and like internalized sexism mm -hmm. and how I would look at other women who would wear makeup and who would dress very feminine mm -hmm. and when I would judge that you know in high school or something I'd be like holy shit they're just doing what I don't do or haven't done or, or too scared to do right. whatever you want to call right. it and it really is just like a cycle it's just like this internalized sexism and so to be a woman or to do pole dancing and to tap into that sexiness, which <laughs> I wasn't really encouraged when I was younger. You know, right. he talks about the sexy side of what it means to be a woman and having that power for yourself and not just for the male gaze, right? Because right? we're taught like, oh, for the men, for the Why men, for look others? good for the men, right? Why live for others, you know, for yourself. Mm -hmm. You are a woman, you know, you embrace the femininity in you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And so pool dancing has allowed me to like be sexy and right. allowed me to be more comfortable with my body. Right. And it also challenges me physically. That shit is hard. <laughs> like, right. That shit is very right. hard. Right. Pool dancers don't get enough respect <laughs> because it's very difficult. Um, it's just you in this pool and you're using your body weight, you know? Right, right, <laughs> But right. um, it's also, I love pool dancing. I'm very happy to my life. Um, I don't take it as seriously as my other passions and hobbies. It's more just this fun thing I'm doing, mm -hmm. but I'm grateful it's a part of my life because it's showing me more so like, it's allowing me to, to be sexy and tap into that right. feminine and I'm right. not used to it. Right. And so I go, I get into these like positions of, of being sexy and all these things right. that I'm not used right. to. And it's weird, and mm -hmm. it's it's exciting too, right. though, and it's scary. Right. A lot of fear. Right, because you're exploring an unknown territory. Mm. Right, a very unknown. Which territory. you're not used to, so it could feel awkward initially, and then you yeah. start getting used to it, and then you see you changing as a person yes. because you are now exposed to a new, a new experience. Yes. Where you've stuck it out longer than a couple of classes, and now you start seeing the effects of it. Yeah. Exactly. And also, like I said, like that sovereignty over your body, over your vessel, like this is my right. body. Right. And, and I think also past sexual experiences have shaped, right. have a cloud in my vision of, of, of what it means to be a woman, all these things, whatever, it, all this shit, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't matter. But like, yeah, it, so it's nice. Mm -hmm. It's nice to be sexy for yourself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So and you, to own it for yourself. You had mentioned about uh, your your dress, your dressing, and mm -hmm. and your makeup. Um, I know you have a certain kind of makeup and dressing which I <laughs> ask you all the time about. Uh, talk a little bit about that. My makeup and dressing, man. Because you have a style. Um, Style, the style. Yeah, you have your own style. Like a style. <laughs> we got style too. We all got style. We all got different styles. Yeah, I mean, dressing is a form of expression for me. Yeah. So, are you comfy? Do you want a sofa? No, this is on? perfect. I, I just realized you're not sitting on the rug, and no, I feel no, good. I, I like it because this is uh, this is how I would want a conversation with mm. you to be like on the ground. On the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the roots of the trees under yeah. us. <laughs> uh -huh. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, With someone else, maybe an office chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? We're not using that today. No. Yeah. Today we sit on the carpet. I know. <laughs> um, man, okay, so dressing, style. That's that's fun. I, 
I just I've owned my style. I owned I've owned it since when? Since senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So uh, freshman, middle school, freshman, sophomore, even junior year a bit. I was very like. I don't really like my style, but I don't. I didn't really think about it. But I remember seeing other like how other people dressed, and I was like, "This is so cool." Right. Oh, I remember having this conversation one time with these girls in the class, and they asked me, "They're like Elizabeth, what's your style, or right. what what style do you like?" And I was like, "Oh, I like like the bohemian mm -hmm. style, the hippie streetwear style." Right. And I remember they started. One of the girls started laughing, and she was like, "Dude, that like that's not your style at all." Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, well, I know, but that's what I like, right. okay? Like, I'm figuring it out, right. you know? Um, but, you know, and then I don't know what happened. I just started, I just started, uh, I guess, becoming more confident in who I was. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, once you start becoming more confident within your personality and who you are as a being, your style reflects that. I mean, it's another form of expression, right. and it reflects that, right? right? So I am into spirituality, and I am, right. you know, a lover of nature, and I, I don't like super tight clothes. I'm right. not a huge fan of leggings unless they wear it for jujitsu or something, um, or like super tight things. Right. I don't love it. So skinny <laughs> jeans, I just don't like the way it feels on me. So I like harem pants because they're very right. flowy, and they express just like being free, and it's just right. comfy, you know? Mm -hmm. And you can be cute and comfy. You know, you can be sexy and comfy. It's not one or the other. You right. can have both. <laughs> no way to snaps. Right. But, um, uh -huh. so yeah, I just, I don't know. I really had to define my style. I guess like hippie streetwear or something. Right. Vintage, retro. I don't know. But it's right. evolved. It's still evolving. Right. And right. They're just clothes. But it, they're fun. They're fun. And I just love owning it. That's the number. It's like, just own what you do. Mm -hmm. If you're going to dress weird or dress outside of the norm, just own it. There's always going to be people who like it and don't like it. Who gives a fuck? You're living <laughs> your life for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And once you start owning it, people see that confidence and they're like, oh shit, I like that. I like that, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what it comes mm -hmm. down to. Um, makeup. So that's a funny story. I don't know how to put on eyeliner. I'm really bad at it. Right. So I buy eyeliner, like white and black eyeliner, mm -hmm. and I just put it on the side of my eyes. Right. And I've gone in very different... Someone told me I looked like a football player. Didn't mm -hmm. know how to react to that. Mm -hmm. um, and then someone else said, you look very Native American. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot, of <laughs> a lot of different comments. Um, but that's usually what I do with makeup. Right. And like right. some eyebrow gel. Right, right, I guess. right. Yeah. I know I had mentioned that it's, it's going to be a 45 minute, but... Mm -hmm. There's, there's so much that I want to no, let's go <laughs> talk over. about. So let's, yeah, Should I, I ask you questions? I don't know. I don't know how podcasts work. I'm like, do I ask him questions? <laughs> I feel bad. Maybe, maybe I'll complete mine and then we can mm. we can see what you want to do. Yes. Yeah, so let's touch base a little oh, bit should, on... Should I turn around? Yeah, yeah, go for it. We'll, we, there are three, three areas that I want to cover. One is... Um, yeah, I know. Make sure that the live is working, right? Yeah, it ended, but I'm going to restart. Yeah. No, I think I just deleted it. It's okay. I think I just deleted it's okay. Make another live. We're still, we're still starting a new version of it. Oh, no. I don't know how this is. <laughs> yeah, I think I did, I did the same uh, when I tried to record Ruth. <laughs> I think I just it's okay. Okay. Yeah. So three things we're going to touch touch on. One, um, one, uh, you know, your goals and aspirations. Where do you see your life going from now in terms of all the different hobbies and activities that you are involved in? Um, let's mm. start from that. 
where is Liz going going forward <laughs> from now? What's what are her goals and aspirations and I'm going into the hills of the Himalayas now. Um <laughs> Where am I going, man? That's a great... I ask myself that often, Sandy, figuring it out. Yeah, so whatever confusion you have, you can also maybe think out loud. Yeah, look, so I don't have all the answers. Right. People think I like have shit together. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, I know. know? I'm, I'm figuring it out for sure. Like I said, I realized I love entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, before in high school, I thought I was going to be a public high school teacher. And then I was like, okay, I don't even like the public school system, so that's a no. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll be like a Montessori type teacher or like work at a more mindful school. And mm-hmm. then I was like, but I don't even know if I want to do that. All right. You know? Or I was like, I'll be a creative director for some cool company. And I was like, I think I just want to create my own company. Mm-hmm. You know? I just want to do my own thing. I want to be my own boss, you know? And maybe start a team in the future. But like, I want to connect... And combine I want to integrate creative expression and spirituality holistic health mindfulness mm-hmm. and do something with that and mm-hmm. turn that into some sort of company I don't know yet I'm figuring it out is is it possible that the jewelry would would be big would turn big or for me the jewelry is a small business okay. I wanted to just kind of pay what I got to pay right. right now I mm-hmm. mean if it turns into some big thing that's cool but I never had the idea of like oh I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. I never had the idea of opening it. It sounded like a DJ thing, right? Like, <laughs> scratch. A scratch, scratch. Um, I never thought about like opening up a storefront. It's just kind of like what I'm doing right now that I, I enjoy, makes me happy. But um, in the future, I do want to start a, mm-hmm. a, a, a creative company mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that integrates creative expression and spiritual. Maybe something with just holding space for other people, helping others tap into something that society hasn't let them tap into mm-hmm. does that make mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. tapping into this like untamed liberated individual that mm-hmm. they haven't tapped into yet mm-hmm. or maybe they have but they want to take it to the next level mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. are there places in the world that you want to travel to of course someone travel everywhere um <laughs> especially you? north korea no i'm just kidding <laughs> oh no um which is going to be the next place you would travel to uh, a country I don't know if it's going to be the next place, but some place it's been on my mind is India Ooh. and Nepal, mm-hmm. which is, you mm-hmm. know, I know, hey, maybe we'll go, you know, know. why maybe, not? Yeah, why not? But I've always wanted, I've wanted to go for years now. Mm-hmm. And um, actually it was going to go, it was complicated, but COVID happened. Um, right. Hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. I want to just backpack around for a bit. I really want to backpack. I want to meet other travelers. I think I want to work on a farm for a bit or like a tea farm, um, do some work. Just kind of mm, nice. even work remotely mm-hmm. if, it, if need be. Just kind of lay low for a little bit. That's what I want to do. How long? I don't know. Depends mm-hmm. how long Source wants me to travel for. Do you want to live yeah. in L- uh, Do you see yourself living in a city outside of LA long term? or A city outside of LA? Probably. I'll probably check out other states. You know, might live in like who knows another country for six months to a year or longer i don't know but where i'm at right now la has afforded me a lot of cool opportunities and so that's why i'm staying mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we'll see where life takes me mm-hmm. you know the valley i don't want to live in the valley forever i think i want to leave the valley soon All right but but i also grew up here i've been here for 19 years almost 20 years you mm-hmm. know so i'm like i get it i know it mm-hmm. i'm grateful for it mm-hmm. it's cool mm-hmm. but i want to see other places you know right 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 let's uh so. t- let's uh touch a little bit on you know you mentioned growing up 
a little bit Darling. about your relationship uh, with uh, with with Ethan, with with uh, Emma, and how was it growing up in the household? Oh my gosh, my siblings. Yeah. Um, and and uh, how how was it? You know, just growing up with with your parents, with with your siblings. I love my family mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for my family. Um, <laughs> it's like where do you, where do you start? You know. <laughs> um, I guess we'll start with my siblings. Um, my my brother Ethan. Ethan and I are very close. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, we used to play together all the time. <laughs> we did so. We just we just would make we would just do things. We would make tents and we'd you know and we'd play sports together and we'd grapple and wrestle. And actually, a lot of my competition, competitive <laughs> energy stems from Ethan, but it also comes from love. Right. But we have a lot of competitive energy. Right. But it, it's it's love. It's love. Um, and it's kind of phased out as we got older. Right. You know, we're not like kids anymore right. in that stage. So. Um, but I could still beat him in anime. Just kidding. If he was here, he'd choke me out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah. So, Ethan I love very much. And I'm, I've always, like, looked up to him. Always thought he was super cool. Um, and he's, he's a very, very talented individual. He's one of those people that it's just, like, you, you just, you know he'll be good. You right. don't really have to, like, like, is he gonna be okay? Like, you, I just know he's gonna be okay. Right. He, he... He's a very charismatic man. Right. He's very kind. He's very tapped into his feminine energy. Right. You know, he's not one of those people that are afraid to in, in, unlock that inner feminine side while right. still reap. Why does my phone keep doing this? Whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, no. Right. While still reaping of that masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love Ethan a lot. I love Ethan a lot. He's he's one of my best friends, and mm-hmm. growing up with him has been very fun. It's been very fun. We had a lot of fun together. We still do. Um, and we think similar with like business and entrepreneurship and i think we can do something together in the future um Emma, i love Emma. i always say her <laughs> name like that and everybody was like you say your name wrong but whatever i can say her name it's my sister. sister yeah i can say her, i can say her name like no but um Emma's, oh my gosh i love Emma. she's like my soul sister mm-hmm. she literally like she was meant to be my sibling you know um we weren't close when we were younger mm-hmm. i but i remember always wanting to spend time because I was like, you're so cool, spend time with me. She was just like, I'm busy with friends. You know? no, but she was older. She was five years older. So she was like doing her own thing, yeah. her own life. But I remember always thinking she was so cool and looking up to her, wanting to spend time with her. Um, Uma, oh, I say her name so funny. Uma has encouraged me to be who I am. Right. To just fully be who I am. Um, to, to accept that I'm an artist. To accept that I'm talented. To accept that I'm special. And like, I don't, to be honest, without her, I don't know where I'd be in my journey of everything. I don't, mm-hmm. I really don't. And she's somebody that I feel myself around. I can just be a little kid with her, like so childlike self with her, so childlike self, <laughs> it's insane. Um, we have very similar views. Well, sometimes we have similar views about things. Um, and I have a lot of fun with her. We make our skits and they're yeah. just so funny and it's just like our life our relationship is a skit like we see each other and we start laughing <laughs> we see each other and we start laughing it's just like it's crazy um i love i love her a lot and um you know i just, I just really do feel like god put her in my life for a reason god put everybody in my life for a reason 
mm-hmm. even Ethan. Mm-hmm. Even Ethan and I are so weird with each other. And that's one thing I love about my siblings. We're so fucking weird with each other. <laughs> we just do weird faces and weird noises and we're just like and we and Ethan too. And we just accept it and we love it. And we, we're just we're very we're a very close bunch. Mm-hmm. We fight, you know, we have our fights, we're not perfect. We have our we are our shit, but mm-hmm. we love each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot. And so I'm very grateful. For those two people in my life mm-hmm. you know any close uh, close friends from childhood that you want to give a quick shout out for oh my that God. have affected I you i love that bea shout out to bea mm-hmm. um known that beautiful beautiful inside and out individual since first grade and oh, lovely. man our friendship has been a journey i mean we weren't really that close in middle school um ninth tenth grade we weren't close but then i joined this program in school that she was in and we started talking again um I love Bea. Mm-hmm. Bea's, I'm always, she's always going to be my day one. Mm-hmm. You know, she is somebody that has changed my life and I care for her so much. And she's an incredible human being um, that I have the privilege of knowing. Mm-hmm. And it's weird seeing how she's grown and how I've grown and how we've grown together. But we, a lot of our younger personality still se- mm-hmm. seeps in the relationship. And I know she's going to do great things in life. I don't even have to think about it. I just know it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm grateful for Bea. Um, Shout out to Bea, I love you. Um, oh man, another friend from elementary school. I don't really talk much. Um, I have a friend, Olivia, mm-hmm. just Waldi, mm-hmm. from <laughs> high school, mm-hmm. from junior to senior year. Shout out to Olivia. Mm-hmm. She's she's my she's also my day one best mm-hmm. friend. I love her very much, mm-hmm. and she's one of those people that I keep fully be myself around and she accepts it mm-hmm. and there's not many people I can fully be myself around mm-hmm. that I feel safe right and she's one of them and I hope she feels the same she probably does right. um, <laughs> I'm like talking from like I know she I feels so. good yeah, she I feels great same. I hope she does too <laughs> it would be a bubble if she does <laughs> she's like I actually don't feel safe around I'm sorry I just created the space for you but not for me um I love Olivia I'm always gonna love her and she's gonna do great things too and she's she's changed my life in miraculous ways and she got me through high school that girl got me through high school and you know I tell I there's like Bea and 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 Olivia and certain people it's just like even if I don't talk to them for years like I'm always there for them Mm -hmm. no matter what like at their doorstep because these are people I truly care about you Mm -hmm. know that I have a connection to that I love um I had a friend in high school we don't talk anymore her name was Ali Rodriguez Mm -hmm. I love her Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to her in a minute but she was she was a she was a big person in my life and she I love her Mm-hmm. I love her. That's all I gotta say. I just mm-hmm. love her a lot. Um, so I hope she's doing well. And yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I was friends with this girl, Lauren Flores, in elementary school. Shout out to her. I don't know where she's been, what she's doing. I hope she's doing well. But I send my love to her. Mm-hmm. I send my love to her. I send my love to a lot of people I haven't talked to, you know? Um, a lot of friendships I've had. I've been through a lot of different friend groups and there's no bad blood with anyone. I mm-hmm. love, I love them all. Are you more like your dad or mom? Okay, we just, we just switched up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, am I more like my dad or mom? That's hard. I have different parts of both of them in me. I say my dad. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose, probably my dad a little bit. Um, I was very close. I was very close to my mom when I was younger too. Very close to my mom, but I was also very close to my dad. Like we, when I was younger, we did. Oh my gosh, we did everything together, right? <laughs> Go to like art show or car shows and just, um, and and 
and he would help me sell things on eBay. That's where my entrepreneurship started uh, was with my father. Right. Um, so I'm very close to my dad. Or I was, I, we're not as super close anymore, but I was very close to my dad. My mom, um, I'm close with. I admire her personality a lot. She's right. a very strong personality. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's incredible because she's encouraged me to use my voice and to stand up right. for what I believe in and what I want, you know? And that's something that I wasn't really, I never really had, you know, I'm not a big fan of confrontation and asking for what I mm -hmm. want and what I need. And she just teaches me every day to do that and to just follow it and do what I need to do and do what I want to do. Beautiful. And she just taught me to have a, a fucking backbone. <laughs> like that woman, I love, I love my mom. Nice. And my dad, I love my father nice, very much nice. too. Love yeah. it, love it, love yeah. it, love it. So two more things before we wrap yes, up. Yes, yes, yes. Um, one, where can people find your content and and uh, do you have a message that you want to leave everyone with mm. and then we'll end it with one of your poems incredible okay <laughs> you can find my content at okay so my instagram and my website is rapperliz.com W-R-A-P-P-E-R-L-I-Z.com. I created a separate Instagram account for my personal stuff, but I'll, I'll advertise that on my business account, so you'll mm -hmm. see. You can find out information about my sacred art gatherings there. If you just want to say what's up and talk, send me a message, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I would love to see meet you guys in person, who's ever listening, and chat with you. Um, if you're interested in some crystal jewelry, hit me up. But yeah, Rapper Liz is my Instagram. Um, and my Facebook page and my website so they can find me there. Anything else you want to say to people if in, in, with respect to mm. collaboration or just a message to oh. the world before we... Yeah, you yeah. Wanna, a couple of things. You want to be finished, yeah. I'm, I'm always open to collaborations. Um, I write poetry, love to... If somebody does beats, if somebody um, has a small business, hit me up. If somebody... Uh, just anything, anything, painter, writer, musician, anything, hit me up. I love to collab, photographer. Let's do it. Let's make some magic happen. Let's create my fellow spiritual light beings. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh, anybody wants a role, MMA, let's do it. <laughs> um, right, right. And then something I want to leave off of. If there's one Man, message or any message that you want to because in a world that really tries to put you in a box <laughs> and it's so easy to go into that box it's so easy to fall into the trap of becoming like everybody else just be different be radical be who you are and own it don't question it own it as long as it comes from a place of love and you are not harming anybody intentionally own that shit be authentically you and be love we love and for fun try something new like meditation if you've never done it before <laughs> so try it out there you go and I think that calls for let's see Ooh, okay. okay so let's uh, let's pull up one of your poems okay. and, and, and get this podcast okay. ended on an amazing note um, okay mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna do this. It usually has a beat behind it, so it might sound kind of weird, but okay. whatever. Mm. 
Also, I just want to shout out to you, Sandeep. Thank you for everything. I love you very much. You're a very important person in my life. And I know we're going to be friends for a yeah. long time. Or ever. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, forever. As forever. long as you yeah. don't do me. <laughs> exactly. I love you. The I love insecure you. part of me. Stop. You know I love you. Yeah. You know I love you. Yeah. You're important to me. I want you to know that. I'm serious. I'm not just saying that. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. This is called Guests. Uh -huh. It's not really done, but we're just going to go with it. Guests. It's guests, by the way, like somebody who comes. Okay, I'm just gonna start. Yeah. <laughs> guests. I got guests. Guess my guests. Validation from guests. Pain from my guests. Joy from my guests. Assumptions from my guests that they guess. Where do I lie in this mess? What did I cause? Where does my ignorance shine? Ego shrunk in the night. Humble through the strife. Noose around my paradigm. Shifting timelines. Feeling like I never have enough. Always want more people, more money, more funny. Culture consumption. Strangling my peace. And I'm really craving that nice breeze. Contentment on a tightrope, balancing it all for what spirits seem stuck. Can I get a bit more luck? I'll try to take a rest today, but I'm restless like yesterday. Mind high from the coffee that I shouldn't drink. Just another fix. Make sure to have God write it on the list. Resurrected from my bad habits. I see everyone snapping pics for the gram. Mary had a little lamb, but it died not being present. Slaughtered by lack of contentment. Funeral air reeked a confusion. They say Mary's hands still have blood stains to this day. Sacrificial lamb, come out and play. Actualize your potential. Step out the box, even if you're not supported. Trying to figure out what's important. 19 years on this planet, past lives adding up. Never want my soul laminated, cause I'm always growing. Energetic evolution, witnessing so much enslavement. Been a part of it. Sugar, Netflix, alcohol, substances, extra shopping, lustful nights, iPhone addiction. 1984 ain't fiction. Television always telling its vision. Programming you with the programs you choose. Changing channel so fast we forget to channel source from above, from within, from all of our surroundings. Now we sit here left with the choices we made. Looking at the American plate. Full from desire and the satire we call reality. Time to make some changes. Head to the spiritual academy. Ask yourself, what are my philosophies? What are my values and ethics that I live by? What illusions do I uphold today? I choose to be bold. I cannot be sold. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's called that's called that called I, I love, love that, that so much. Note. Let me see if the Instagram live got recorded. Oh yeah. I hope it did. Did mine record? Mine rec I don't know if I think I deleted it though. How does it? I think I deleted it accidentally. Ah, oh, there you go. It recorded? Yeah, for me it did. Luckily. Shit, I think mine deleted. And I'll share it to IGTV. Okay, there you go. So I guess that brings us to the end of this conversation. Getting deep with Sandy. We just yes. got deep with Liz, yes, Elizabeth thank Estrada. Thank you so much for your time. Thank Amazing you, poetry. And uh, any final words before you want? We want to uh, say goodbye to the listeners. Man, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude to the listeners. Gratitude to you, Sandeep. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting, and I love you very much. And keep doing you, everyone. Keep doing you. I know life is heavy, but you got this. On that note. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to me and Liz. Hope to come back uh, with uh, great content. Uh, soon and no i don't know i don't know how to end that all right i'll it'll talk come, to you guys later bye bye <laughs> <laughs>
Sandy boy, Sandy, getting deep with Sandy. Sandy boy, Sandy, getting deep with.